0: Guys, welcome back to Bill Ain't Easy. It's Dakota.
1: I am Lori.
0: And this week has been pretty hectic. Been pretty crazy. We got some. We got some things going down. What's up with this little? Well, let's
1: Let's talk about the world first. Everything I know that's happening what, in the world. In the
0: world, yeah. Like Casey Anthony. What okay, the heck? so give me the scoop.
1: I do you know Did anything C- about Casey
0: Anthony? Kill her daughter.
1: I think so. Wow. But I don't know that I think it was intentional. I feel like her dad feels. Her dad, I think his theory is that she, like, was drugging her daughter so she could go out and party, and it went awry, and it was an accidental overdose of something. Wow. That is my belief, but, I mean, who knows? But the the story is that her parents who, God bless her parents, like, everything that they've been through, like, the tragic loss of their granddaughter – Really, the loss of their daughter, because they don't have a relationship with her any longer. But they, like, just the heartache. Like, I I really feel for these people. And her way to get out of her murder conviction was to put everything on her dad. And so her parents took a lie detector test and both passed their lie detector tests. Do you believe in polygraph tests?
0: I don't know. Um, One time I stole a book in eighth grade. And, and I, they gave
1: you a lie detector? Let
0: me tell you. And I convinced my dad. I said, because they make you, if you don't return at the end of the year, they make you pay like 50, 60 bucks, right? For a book. I don't know if I, st- I didn't steal I'm sorry, I lost the book. I don't know where the book went. They gave me a book, okay, I thank lost thank you,
1: it. because I was judging you silently for stealing books.
0: I didn't steal the book. I lost the book. But this the next part's bad. My dad came to me and said, hey, where's the book? Because they're charging us like 60 bucks. And I said, um, um, like, they misplaced it. Like, I already gave it back. And so he made so a big deal. So you're not a thief, but you're a liar. I'm a liar, yeah. Okay. And so yeah. I don't know which one's worse. So I went, they went up to the school, and my dad defended me and said, my son gave this back. We will take a lie detector test. And I was, like, 12 or 13. <laughs> oh, my. And I was, like, freaked out. I'm, like, I'm going to fail this lie detector test. And So the, did you come clean? The girls up there were, like, okay, we got the book. We got the book. Like, they just let it go. Like, they didn't want to go through it because they were, like, Have you admitted stuff.
1: this to your father, or is if he listens to this, is he only now going to know that I think this is his, his first son's time. a liar? I think this is
0: the first I don't think I've ever told him. It's never come out okay, until well, today. Okay,
1: well, what's your dad's name?
0: His name's Jeffrey Melvin Myers.
1: Jeffrey Melvin, <laughs> if you're listening, are you currently rethinking all things Dakota?
0: Yeah, and it's his 60th birthday coming up, and I think on his 60th birthday, I should tell For him. For a gift?
1: Yeah, like, like hey, I have a. I should get gift? the book.
0: I should get the like. I think it's like a history book or something. But yeah, it's kind of sketch.
1: Okay, what is sketch is that they wanted to charge you sixty dollars for a book that we could have Barnes and Noble. It was no like a big book. It was like an Amazon. It was
0: like a history book. History books. Do you think history is written by the winner or the loser?
1: Uh, I've never even. I I need time to process the question.
0: History is a lie. But anyways, that's cool. So.
1: Wow. Okay. So, sorry to your dad on his sixtieth bir- birthday. Sixtieth yeah. birthday. That I just
0: joking, Should I? Should I tell him? Should I? I don't. Like, well,
1: don't you think it would make you feel better to come clean?
0: I don't know. Like when you live a lie so long, you become the lie. Okay. So you know? do you?
1: So. Do you believe in polygraph tests?
0: That's the, the sorry. Go back to the efficacy. original question. People say yes. People say no. You know. So I. I don't know. Like. I. What do you think?
1: I think that. They're probably normally right, except for the tricky CIA agents that are trained or to. Or
0: like a, uh, not a narc, um, a narcissist.
1: That narc, no, because like. A narcissist like,
0: can like fake their emotions, you know, they can like just stay still. I, I still
1: think you would need training for that. Training, yeah. But like, because like Chris Watts, the one mm-hmm. who like a annihil- family annihilator killed his whole family and put his kids in oil wells and his wife in a field, all oh that whole gosh. thing. He failed his, and he was a narcissist, and he failed his. I, I th- And I think Scott Peterson never took one. So I, I do think that they're probably accurate, but they're not admissible because they're not infallible. But I think that I am – I feel super happy for the Anthonys that they are somewhat vindicated because they have been – Tortured
0: for years
1: for years yeah and so I do feel like it's a vindication for them I think it's really sad because the mother is the only person who had anything to do with Casey Anthony mm-hmm. and she has she said like I will have nothing to do with her ever again because she now knows I mean she's also sleeping next to her husband wondering on some level what believe saying she believes him but on some level wondering if it was all true. And if he molested their daughter Mm. and killed their granddaughter and helped in a cover-up and, like, all of that, you would have to at least ponder it. It's
0: going to cause some tension.
1: And so I am super happy for them that they had that vindication. And I think everyone should leave them the F alone.
0: Yeah, let them move on.
1: Let them live their life. They're already so heartbroken and, like, never going to be okay. So, like, let them try to have whatever joy they can. Yeah. And like, but can you imagine, like, what you would feel knowing that you created? I mean, that woman is 50% her mom and 50% her dad. And to have to live with the fact that you created this monster, mm. I cannot imagine.
0: What that's like, yeah.
1: How, y- yeah, I mean, it's not like it's their fault, but like, that's heavy. Yeah. Your daughter is a diabolical liar. Probably a murderer, such a narcissist. Oh, my goodness. So, yay for them. And, yeah, I watched it. And, and it was, oh, my God, it was, like, excruciating because they, you know, in true TV fashion, they just kept, like, putting it off and, like, taking a commercial break. And I'm like, did they do it? And I just needed to know. Mm. And so I was really happy for them. I mean, they just cried, like, openly wept when mm. – because there is, while you're taking a polygraph – There are moments where you are stressed because wondering, no, just wondering, like, how will it show up? Like, I know what the truth is and I'm being truthful, but is, because all this stuff you hear about polygraphs, like, is my body physiologically doing weird things because I'm so nervous and I'm going to show guilty, but I'm not? Like, that alone, the stress of that, of even just taking it, all of it, they just don't deserve it.
0: Yeah, plus the person, like, deciphering what's on there, right? Like...
1: Well, yeah, have you seen them? It's like it's like a measure of like your heart yeah. rate and I don't know, man, but God bless them and I hope this gives them some peace and they can and people will leave them alone. Yeah. Leave them alone. Like, oh my goodness. So and I felt very close to that one because the um Kaylee, the little girl is 9 days, 10 days older than Sam, my eldest son. Mm-hmm. So she would be 18 right now. And so, like when all of that was happening, and she was all over the media news all the time, I would see her little toddler face. Sam was the same age, so it's like when you have a child that's that age, they don't look alike, but you can see your kid because it's like all the same milestones, and it was just really tragic, very really sad.
0: tragic. So new show came out, Netflix Griselda. I haven't
1: I've seen Netflix you trying to get me to watch it.
0: Are you in the Narcos life? Like do you watch like The Narcos mm. or watch like No, any because of
1: them? Narcos had a bunch of subtitles. I'm a lazy TV watcher.
0: Oh, you just want the full immersion?
1: I just want to sit and zone out. I don't want to work when I'm watching I'm TV. When there weren't there a lot of subtitles in Narcos, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's like in it's in Spanish. Yeah, no.
1: I'm not yeah.
0: You're not in it? No. Well, so Griselda's really dark. It's subtitles? It's the subtitles. Then well, I'm out. Not like dark like Not like on the screen, like the the content's dark,
1: right? But are there subtitles? In order to watch it, do I have to watch? Do I have to read?
0: Or you have to know Spanish?
1: Then I am out, and you'll just have to report back.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's really dark
1: with English shows, but it's really like (laughs) Like I'm only three episodes
0: deep. It's really, it's really good. But the the thing I want to bring up, Jack, you should put up like so. Sophia, what's her name? Vergara? Vergara is playing Griselda. Like,
1: <laughs> she's a reason to watch the the
0: the difference between the real Griselda and like the girls playing it is like it's crazy. You should put it up on the on because the screen. they don't like
1: anything like because Sofia Vergara is amazingly beautiful. I'm guessing this person wasn't, but that's always true. Like Bugsy Siegel wasn't good looking, but then they had Warren Beatty playing. Like, here's
0: the real gr- Griselda. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the real Griselda. And so it's like. That's know, a they, stretch. That's a stretch. But no
1: one's watching that woman or cares what she does. But yeah. I want to see what Sophia Vergara is up Sophia's up
0: to, but it's dark. So I don't know. Like, do you think, we talked about this yesterday, but you watch TV shows and, like, I don't know, like, you feel the emotion. Like, if something's, like, super, like, dark or super, like. Intense. I don't know. I
1: definitely feel like I am so, we're, not just me, all of us are so inundated with really heavy stuff.
0: Yeah, it that if heavy. we.
1: If I don't stop to actually process it, we watch some really awful things and we're just desensitized to it. Yeah,
0: desensitized, yeah. So
1: I think that's terrible. You know, but because we, I mean, like we were watching Breaking Bad. We had it on Mm -hmm. just because I was just listening to it. I just wanted something for like white noise. Yeah. And I've seen it enough times I didn't need to watch it. I could just hear it. It's pretty freaking dark. Yeah. But we watch dark stuff all the time and we're just desensitized.
0: That's kind of really sad, right? Like That's awful. Yeah.
1: That's awful. But I've been trying. I, I said this to you a couple pods back that I read something that kind of hit me that said um, changing your diet mm-hmm. isn't just about changing what you eat. It's yeah. everything you consume. It's what you listen to. It's what you watch. It's music. Yeah. It's people you're around. Yeah. So I've been trying to be cognizant of that. Um, I listen to podcasts when I walk every day and they used to always be murder podcasts and I'm trying to be less dark, but I'm weaning myself off. So I'm currently (laughs) listening to a podcast that is, besides my boy, Bill Maher, you know I like that Mm -hmm. one, but that's only one hour a week. So I've got lots of other hours to fill walking and the newest one is this, um, it's called the High Roller Heist. Yeah. And it's about... A person in recent years that robbed a Las Vegas casino, which is why I just thought of Bugsy Siegel a minute ago, because that was mentioned today. But it's super interesting. It's not as dark. I mean, I don't think anyone dies. It's him giving the interview. I think he's in the pokey. But yeah, so I'm trying to consume less. So I don't know that I would be hitting Griselda up either way.
0: Yeah, don't hit it up. I mean, it's good. Like if you want good writing, but you're gonna feel heavy from no, watching. No, it.
1: it's great though. You you had me. You, I mean, I was out at reading subtitles.
0: Subtitles are gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, if yeah. I if I have to work at it, it's over. I'm not doing it. I mean, I read books. Yeah. But I'm not trying to watch TV and read. It's too much work.
0: It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's up with these kids that were frozen? Okay,
1: they're not kids. They're okay. 37 and 38 year old men, okay, and it's men. in my former hood. I don't know what part of Kansas City it's in, but there were yeah. three men found frozen to death and dead in their friend's backyard. They had all gone on January 9th to watch the Chiefs football game. And the so the friend and I'm not I don't want to like say anyone like wrongly accuse them of anything. But it also is kind of weird that His friends were still at his house in his backyard. He had no idea. Yeah. They were dead for days. And there were people that were coming by because the guy works from home. There were people coming by looking for them.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He didn't answer the door. People, their cars were still outside his house. He never noticed. And, like, it just seems like there were a lot of, like, flags. And he just didn't, like. Pay attention to any of them. And supposedly people came to look for them, but he was sleeping and sleeps with AirPods and a loud fan, is what his attorney said. Well, so all of it just sounds like, huh? But first of all, it was only 29 degrees was the low, which is cold, but are people freezing to death in 29 degree weather? Like that doesn't I don't know. seem. It was like
0: 20 degrees here in Texas. And you wanted to die? I'm going to die, but it's cold, man. Like I know,
1: but, free- but I'm saying, like, legitimately freezing to death in 29-degree weather seems
0: yeah, far-fetched, seem yeah, right? Because yeah.
1: 32 degrees is freezing, mm-hmm. and 29 is just not that far off. I just – freezing to death seems extreme. But yeah. one of the guys, I guess, was fa- – and I, I just keep, like, tapping on things to see if there's mm-hmm. an update because these guys had to be – On drugs or something. Mm -hmm. There had to be... I'm sure we're going to hear, like, a fentanyl, like, link or something. Like, there's just got to be something more to it. Because how do three people stay outside long enough and all die? Like, it just doesn't... It just doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, like, all the way down to his skivvies. Like, he was just in his underwear. Wow. Like, what is that? What is he up to? Yeah. So, I don't know... What happened, I would like to know. I feel I feel like I should get the first report as a born and raised in KC Mo. Yeah. Somebody should call me. Yeah. But it's really sad that these people died, but I feel like there's more to the story.
0: There's always more to the story.
1: Yes, but this one seems like a duh, of course there's more. Yeah. There are too many weird things. Yeah. So that's really sad.
0: Okay. Is okay, two topics in one. Is the NFL scripted? And what's up with Jason Kelsey?
1: Like, did he retire? I don't know. Yeah, I think he was he got very emotional, I guess, at the last game. And mm-hmm. so, and I had always heard that he was. Reti- I mean, that's a hard position. Yeah, so his position, my son played his last year um, of high school football, and to snap the ball. And immediately go into a defensive posture to protect the quarterback. Like you're the one who's like the one right in front of the quarterback mm-hmm. to protect him from getting sacked. That is a very stressful and physical position. Yeah. So I am not surprised if he retires at 35. I think he is. Um, I get it. I'm sure his body is pretty beat up, but I love Jason Kelsey. I I wouldn't have known anything about him if I didn't love Travis Kelsey so much and they didn't have that podcast that seems pretty funny. And Mm -hmm. I I really admire their familial relationship, their bond. But, like, did you see him? I know you don't watch football, but, like, he – you have to have seen it even on the internet that he was, like, had his shirt off and, first of all, his hands are so big. That Bud Light can looked like it was – Nothing. It looked minuscule. Yeah. So he's a big guy, but he was shirtless and and wearing a Chiefs hat, which like supporting his brother Mm -hmm. and coming out of the the suite through the window, Mm -hmm. mingling with the fans. I just love him. I just think he's – I probably saw more of that than I did clips of Taylor for once at the game, so that was nice. But I just like him. If you retire I like his family. I like his wife. I just think they seem like good people. So I don't know if yeah. he retired, but I would understand if he did, and God bless, and at least he has a Super Bowl ring. So is it scripted?
0: Yeah, because apparently, like, they weren't, like, tackling or something like that, and, like, they want...
1: I think that when you're on top, yeah. people are always looking for a reason to hate. To get you down. And I think that people... People kind of either, because, I mean, the Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl three times in the past years. They've won twice. That will put a mark on your back, and people either love the Chiefs or hate the Chiefs. There seems to be no in-between. Yeah. So I think people look for a reason to discount their success instead of just giving some credit where credit's due. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is – an amazing player he's probably if not the at least one of the best quarterbacks of all time like i mean the just to watch the mechanics of all of it and like how he's able to anticipate and put the ball like where it needs to go with all the pressure i i just think yeah give them their credit and stop saying it's scripted i I mean, I've seen him get sacked. I've seen him get tackled. I don't think anyone is pulling any punches because they're getting paid to let the Chiefs win. It's just so silly. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it's scripted. No one is going to get hurt like you can potentially get hurt on purpose. I just can't see that. Yeah. So no, I don't think it's scripted. I think it's just the haters hating.
0: Has the NFL? I just don't know. This has the NFL. Like, has anybody ever like paid a team to lose or to like win or like has that ever happened? Well, I don't
1: know about. I mean, I'm sure, but like you know, Babe Ruth is famously <laughs> yeah bet on himself and is not allowed in the Hall of Fame because of sports betting and him. But that one seems weird to me because I think he bet on himself. You yeah. can't. You can't rig it to make. Yourself win, <laughs> but he's not allowed yeah. in the Hall of Fame because he bet on himself. I, but I definitely think there have been times like I think it it's hard to coordinate it probably with a whole team. But that when you're and and always it has to be that you're gonna take the fall. I mean, I watched something on Netflix about basketball games being thrown by people for sports betting reasons, so I'm sure that it happens, but I think it's probably harder to coordinate with a team of a lot of players than it would be if it was like a boxing match. You can lose and throw a boxing match. I think it happens there a lot, but I don't I don't really know. I, I'm not like a, an authority by any means on sports, but whenever there's a way to cheat the system and make some money, people are going to do it. Yeah. I mean, you of all people should understand that. You are a book thief.
0: I'm a book thief, man. So
1: like, you yeah, get it. Yeah, I started. You get it. You're one yeah. step away from sports betting and throwing an event. Sports
0: betting culture is like crazy. That like people like Wild, get yeah. addicted. Like there's all this. I like
1: know because I'm listening to that podcast and it's all about gambling and the you talk about all the time dopamine rushes. Oh my god, that yeah. is a dopamine rush. Just all of the chips on the table and the excitement and the you know, people that learn to count cards and all of that. Like I don't, I'm not smart enough to pull all that off. Right. But I have some serious respect for people who do it. Yeah. I I think Ben Affleck is a card counter. (laughs) Is he? Like, I feel like I've heard that he, cause I don't know that it's actually illegal. Is it illegal? I don't, I don't know. But I think if they figure out you're doing it, they'll make you leave the table. But like you can learn how to count cards and it's, I don't know that it's illegal. I don't really know enough about it, but I, and I, I'm sorry it's not like if I'm illegal. Misquoting. It's
0: just like you, they're really frowned upon. So like the casino no, It's people, not illegal, but it's frowned upon. Yeah, they'll come out and like beat you up or something and be like, get out of our casino. Like I have you seen 21? One of the best movies.
1: No, Such I have a not. Good movie. But I, and I'm not a gambler because I don't, like I said, I don't feel like I can, you know, add that quickly. I feel like the pressure. Yeah. But I have a lot of respect for people who do it.
0: Yeah. I once got addicted to uh, crypto gambling on Stake. A stake's like this big site that got in the U.S., but there's, they have a lot of flack. And you just put in like, it, I didn't spend a lot of money, like five, ten bucks. But like, you would play like these crypto games, and you'd like roll the dice, or like you would like hit a token, and it would like sh- it would like shoot up like a rocket, like one, two, three x and it makes you feel like so high you know but i had to jump off cuz i started spinning <laughs> I started i've, I've never
1: done a um, <laughs> one where i actually had money on the line but i think i was fairly addicted to candy crush for a minute
0: yeah people have spent a lot of money on the crush
1: on candy crush
0: yeah like yeah i
1: don't spend money on it but i oh you're
0: just on it playing it
1: yeah yeah but like i get it i mean to each his own I, and if if First of all, if Ben Affleck is not a card counter, I'm sorry. I do not mean to post Give you another news. Tupac situation. <laughs> yeah, I do not want I – do don't come for me. I don't want the heat from that. But if he is, hats off, dude. J-Lo and card counting, like, you are winning at this life.
0: Okay, let's talk any, okay? Let's talk insurance. Let's so talk insurance. So let, we're, so we're going to dive deep today into prescriptions, into the world – the fascinating world,
1: because no place better than in America, where we love to give a pill for ever for everything.
0: Yeah, for everything, everything, everything needs a pill, and pills are a good. A Quick fix, but it's a quick fix. But everything is a pill, so the system's kind of weird, right? Because you've got a couple different players in it. You've got doctors who are prescribing it. They send that off to a pharmacy. But in the middle, you have, like, what are called these pharmacy benefit managers. They're called PBMs, okay? And they, like, source the prescription, okay? So there's, like, sometimes a couple PBMs between the doctor and the pharmacy, which is why there's such a high, like, cost to get, like, some of these medications. um, And these doctors... It's a racket. It's a racket. And these doctors are also sometimes getting kickbacks from the PBMs or the, man, uh, the manufacturer of the drug.
1: When I went to the Reiki healer recently, I don't know where she sourced this information, but she did say, and it stood out, that doctors make 73%, she was very specific, 73% of their income comes from the medications that they prescribe. Wow. Which if that's true, that alone is super effed. Yeah. Like that needs to change.
0: Like they're like salespeople for the medication. Well yeah,
1: have you watched that? Did you what's the there's a Netflix show about um prescribing like pharmaceuticals. It's Jennifer Lawrence, I think. Um it's just so dirty. It was all about the oxy like craze, yeah. Um, but them prescribing it is just and the and the incentives they get for doing so is pretty mm-hmm. effed.
0: Okay, let me run you through the top. Just this is just fascinating. Okay, I'm gonna name a prescription. Tell me what you think and what it's for. Okay, and then tell me what you think the price is retail price for said prescription. Okay, and these are like really expensive.
1: Retail or good RX. Retail. Kay.
0: Like, what, the, like, it cost. Okay. Okay? So, this one's called Hemi... I'm going to butcher these names, so forgive me. Hemigenics. H-E-M-G-E-N-I-X. Hemigenics?
1: Hemigenics?
0: Hemigenics is approved to treat hemfolia, a rare lifelong bleeding disorder, given as a single one-time infusion. What, what do you think the price is on that?
1: Well, infusion ratchets it up. I would say it's probably, like, a... $6,000 prescription.
0: Try like a thousand times more. It's $3.5 million. Stop. It's $3.5 million, yeah, as a single dose.
1: Who is paying for that? Who's getting that? Okay, wait. It stops you from, your blood from clotting? It stops your blood from,
0: Yeah, it's a rare, so it's a, um, hemigenics is an, I'm going to butcher these names, endo virus vector-based gene therapy. It works by supplying a, non infectious viral vector to carry genetic DNA instructions to the liver. Refactor uh, 5 proteins are then generated. These genetic instructions remain in the target cells, but generally do not become part of the person's own DNA. So they're, like, doing DNA stuff.
1: Okay, well, first of all, that, so that makes sense. It's yeah. doing, like, a lot of really
0: intense stuff.
1: Science is so cool.
0: Yeah, how do you, like, affect someone's DNA? How
1: do you even get there? God bless scientists.
0: Okay, and these, and these 3. are all – did yeah. you
1: look up how often it's prescribed, how many people need this? Medication? It looks like
0: a one-time infusion. No, so I know
1: that it's one time, but what percentage of the population needs this medication?
0: Um, It's not listening it. We'll look it up.
1: That would be really interesting to know because can you yeah. imagine the pre-authorization from an insurance company? Yeah, hey, and this is another reason, damn, if you need that, God bless guaranteed issue plans <laughs> where yeah, they have yeah, to cover like it. Yeah, like they cover it, yeah. Because OM, what? Wow. Per-
0: let's look at that. What percentage uses?
1: Um, I mean, it, it has to. It sounds like it's a very rare genetic disorder. Yeah. So I don't even know where you stumbled upon this.
0: Yeah, the most just the most expensive drugs. Got it. Okay. Um, out there, three
1: point five million. Holy cannoli.
0: It's expensive, right? Let me find two or three more in here that are just are just interesting.
1: Okay, what else you got?
0: Um, find one that's like crazy. All of them are kind of around like really intense stuff, like MS. Um, this one's a a little bit lower, but it's called um Denzelia. It's approved to treat adults and children. One year of age and older with high risk man, I'm gonna butcher these names. Uh neuroblastomia. Neuroblastomia. In the Blastoma. bone or bone marrow in combination with um grand olectic, ma I, I butcher it's with the colon, I guess. It's um it's a tumor that comes in and this like come I guess come help kills it. Wow. Guess how much it is.
1: Well, I gotta up the ante here.
0: It's lower than the last one. It's lower than the last one, but it's still pricey.
1: A million dollars.
0: 1.2 million.
1: That's insanity.
0: Crazy, right? Let's see if I have one more. Okay, this one's lower than a million. Um, It's made by Spark Therapeutics. It's called Laxtruna. Laxtruna is used in patients with biletic rpe 65 Medicated, and inherited. Oh, this does not sound pleasant. Retinal diseases, IRD, a rare group of inherited vision disorders that can lead to blindness. Going on, Um, guess how much it is. It's called Luxtruna.
1: Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
0: Eight hundred and fifty k. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so
1: like worth it. I mean, worth it if you you have this lose your vision. Yeah,
0: vision. That's wild. I don't know what's like going blind today. Wouldn't that be awful? Would you rather go blind or couldn't talk or couldn't hear?
1: Neither. None of them? I think, I don't know. That's, that's a terrible Yeah. choice. I, I always think like blindness would be really terrible for like a Ray Charles, right, who had vision uh-huh. and, then and then lost it. And then lost it
0: because you know what it's like.
1: Right. That seems really, really awful.
0: Okay, let's talk about some. Let's like talk about
1: some more common ones.
0: Common ones. Those are like really pricey. Okay, um, and we've already—I think we've made a couple of videos about this. But Manjaro, Ozempic, Wagovi.
1: they are all over a thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, they're all about eleven, eleven $1, hundred to sixteen hundred dollars, depending on the pharmacy you go to.
1: Here's here's the problem I have with those: is if you really read like the results, like case studies, the people that are taking them for weight loss, once they stop they almost always gain the weight back.
0: They gain the weight back?
1: Yeah. Wow. So, like, and I and I guess they're highly effective
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they are just completely, to hear people that are on it, it just completely suppresses your appetite to the point of you are just not hungry. Like Sharon Osbourne, I listened to her talk on a podcast yeah. about taking it, um, some of the housewives, because mm-hmm. people are really split on this, like, whole ozempic thing um but you always gain it back i think it's a very high percentage of people that gain all of the weight back the minute they stop so like what an expensive short-term solution solution.
0: yeah yeah there's no fix besides like what i've changed total change yeah your mental your mental mentality it's just hard to live in america though because like It's such a culture of, like, running to food. Like, if you have, like, it's socially, or if you have problems, like, it's just, like, a quick fix. Well,
1: that's the the issue. It's our immediate gratification need. Yeah. We don't want to put in the work, myself included. We don't want to do what we have to do.
0: To get the result. So we
1: want to take a pill. Everything's take a pill.
0: Everything's take a pill, for sure. So let's talk about how to cover these. So what's, what's cool about these ones, if you are on it, is m- the only ones that really cover it like fully are going to be either an employer plan or a marketplace plan. Employer plan or a marketplace plan. Um, a lot of them have like Wagovi, Majaro on the formulary. So a formulary is what each insurance company lists what is covered. So it's really important when you're shopping for a plan. And it's a quick Google search. Blue Cross formulary Texas, and they have it. It's all online, and you can look and you can type up your medications and see what's actually covered and what's not covered on it. So it's a little bit of work, or you can get someone to do it for you, like a broker. But a lot of brokers don't even know, don't even, like, search it. Like, it's kind of crazy. like, yeah, just your meds covered, but it might not be, you know. Well,
1: because quite often, and we've discussed this before, insurance companies, or with prescriptions, it is actually – less expensive to not deal with insurance and get prescriptions an alternative way, as opposed to having it built into your plan for sure. Because even with these particular medications, with all, all medications, when people come at me with a prescription, that's not covered and it's very expensive. The first thing that I do is look for a manufacturer coupon, which again is just a Google search to see what kind of copay cards are out there for these expensive medications. And the those weight loss medications typically have them but sometimes they have a stipulation so it's yep. like it'll get you through for a month or two um but that's the first thing to do is look for a manufacturer coupon and see if you can go to the source and get it for less yep not to necessarily build your plan out to include it so
0: yeah 100 percent. but a lot of those coupons and depends on each manufacturer coupon is different They want a commercial plan with it. So not all private plans are considered a commercial um, plan for prescription. So the manufacturer coupon won't work. So you have to, like, pair them together to get them to work at the the pharmacy. And there's only really, like, besides Marketplace, there's only, like, one private plan that has a – or one or two that have a commercial-grade, like, prescription plan with them. Like, most people don't do it. Yeah. Which is kind of fascinating, so. But what I usually find, which is, like, really weird, not weird, but it's just interesting, is usually people are, like, tier one to tier two drugs, like, very low. Like, hey, I can, and if you guys don't know, there's an app called GoodRx. You can download it. It gets cover- covers, like, 80% of your drugs. It's, like, generics are, like, five to ten bucks. Like, they're they're really cheap. But it's usually people, like, are on Tier 1 or Tier 2, or they're, like, on Tier 4, like, specialty drugs, you know? Like, there's not a lot of, like, in between, it seems like. It's either, like, hey, I only got, like, one or two meds, or I have, like, 20, you know? Yeah, when you
1: ask people what medications they're on, and they're like, hold on, let me me get the bucket, or let me get the box. And you're like, oh, no, because there are probably going to be a lot of generics on there. Yeah. But there are also going to be... One or two expensive ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I had to fill a prescription the other day. And even if you have insurance, you should always check GoodRx to compare. So the prescription that I was picking up were for, like, basically like a Dramamine, kind of like a patch Mm -hmm. for nausea to put it behind your ear, and it lasts for a couple days. And I think I got three patches. And with insurance, it was going to be $47. Mm dollars And they had sent me, like, the, here, your prescription's ready. The cost is $47. And so I went to GoodRx to look up the same medication, Mm -hmm. and it was $22 with GoodRx. So I went to the pharmacy to pick it up, and I said, I don't want to run it through my insurance. I want to use GoodRx. And so even if you have insurance, you should always do that work. I mean, that was a $25 savings for 30 seconds of work. But a lot of people don't understand that you have those rights. You can always do... A coupon rate or a cash rate for anything you do with a provider. So yep. prescriptions are not immune to that.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. I we just got sick every New Year. We get I don't know if it's like what's good, but we got we got sick and they prescribed um, like Thermaflu or whatever, and it was like a tier three drug. So just so you know, there's four different. There's usually four to five different tiers. Tier one is like generics. It means they made a generic generic version. It's a lot lower. You brand name, which is the brand. Then you have, like, Tier 3, which is, like, getting up there, like, tier like, non-preferred. And then Tier 4 is, like, specialty drugs, right? And so those are, like, how they classify prescriptions. And I think thermoflu was, like, a Tier 2 or Tier 3, and it was, like, a $70 copay on my on my insurance. And I used GoodRx, it was, like, 30 bucks, you know? So it's not all prescriptions are created equally, you know, which is, like, so interesting.
1: Now, another option... That you'll find at some, like, specialty pharmacies is they will mix their own compounds mm-hmm, they do of compound. medications. So there may not be a generic version, but you can get a compounded one
0: yep.
1: where they're actually, d- I guess they're doing the work at the pharmacy to actually kind of manufacture their own version of a generic, right? Yeah. And you can get that for a lesser cost, but it's not something that you'll typically find at, like, a Walmart. Yeah, you, you have to like use specialty. a specialty pharmacy, yep. but that's another option or alternative route now th- there are definitely times where people will i think levothyroxine i see this a lot right where people will not be able to take because what's what's the name brand for levothyroxine <laughs>
0: i think synthroid is it
1: synthroid yeah um the generic really doesn't work for them mm-hmm. so they have then and, and there's a very vast difference in cost yeah I'm between geez. levothyroxine and synthroid and there are, I've had multiple people that are not able to take levothyroxine. They have to take Synthroid. And so you do have to get creative in those situations because those are very expensive medications, right? For sure. And that happens, I think, a lot. I see that with Vyvanse a lot
0: mm-hmm.
1: where people have, like, their ADHD. And I will always ask them in a vivant situation – because now Vivance does have a like very recently, right? They have a generic generic,
0: generic they came out. It's like seventy ninety bucks versus like four hundred.
1: Which is still an expensive m- like maintenance medication every month. Yeah. But but I will find often people will say, I have to use Vivance. Like I can't I've tried Adderall, it doesn't work. Berlin, yeah. I've tried other medications and it doesn't work. I, I see that a lot with Vivance but you know typically when people tell me vivance and this was before it had a generic i would say okay did you did your doctor start with vivance or did you graduate to vivance because that's a very different story right if right. if they haven't tried any of the lesser costing ones they probably owe it to themselves to do that before they just accept that they're going to take vivance forever because it's so expensive yeah um but i do see a lot of people that Once they've graduated to that and it works for them, like, Mm -hmm. I get it, but I will see that a lot where people can't take, and I don't know about the generic, because I just haven't had enough experience with it, because it's fairly new, but I will see that oftentimes where people are like, I have to take Vyvanse, I can't take Adderall.
0: Yeah, for sure. So. Well, what's interesting, too, is, like, with the rise of, like, telehealth, like, you can essentially, for mental health, you can essentially just, like, before, like, if you had ADHD, right, like, I have ADHD, if you wanted to, go get... Adderall all or get five You gotta go in get tests done do all this stuff and then it's like a process right Now there's like several telehealth options where you just go and I'm on one and I'm not I'm not shading them like I, I think it's cool like it's good but like they all sound like they're from Jamaica you know and they're like 100%. they're just like writing
1: but I writing script and I think it's cool, the government's relatively hip to that because yeah. you do so in most states, if you're taking some sort of amphetamine, yep. you have to go in at least every quarter yep. for an evaluation.
0: Every 90 days.
1: Um, some states it's every month. Mm. And so that can complicate the situation. And that would be another reason because an ADHD mental, it's considered a mental health check. Yep. So you have to have a mental health grade health insurance plan. Like you have to have that inclusion to be able to have that covered and if you're going in monthly you're not having therapy but you're going in monthly for checks it's not a wellness check like it's yeah. it's coded as a mental health check yep. so you have to have that coverage or it can get very costly cuz if you're paying let's say you don't have that coverage for mental health you're paying $200 for the visit cuz your plan your private plan isn't covering it and then you have to do it every month and then you have to get a Really expensive a medication, drug, drug, yeah. like it really can drive the cost you're up probably significantly.
0: Three hundred bucks a month, yeah, three 100, or four hundred bucks, yeah, hundred to four hundred Right.
1: Versus if you have the coverage built in, you might have a copay for mental health, and then you might have a coverage for prescriptions on your plan for that. So it does change it, but it's just it's just again understanding how your plan works for these things, and if you're talking with a broker who doesn't know the difference talk to another broker because these are pretty common well it's a lot right like
0: I had I had a client in uh, Pennsylvania right who had like three different doctors like seven different meds and I had to cross check like eight different carriers you know like it's like for the average like if you go shop this for your family like it's a lot of it's a lot of work like you got to like check the list of doctors check the formularies and then check the prices, right? And, like, eva- and I, we can quickly do it because we've been doing it for years, but it's it's a lot of work it's to, like, line overwhelming. up. Overwhelming. Yeah, to line up uh, the, right, the right plan because there's hundreds of options. Like, it's not like there's, like, one plan to pick from. But, like, you
1: know, like, my tip, and we've talked about this before, like, when you get a medication from your provider, I will pull up GoodRx right there on the spot. Mm -hmm. to see where they should fill it, first of all, because it varies by pharmacy, and to see the cost. Because getting out of the office with a really expensive prescription and by the time you go to fill it, to get back on the phone and get them to switch your prescription, and not all providers are really that simple when it comes to that. They'll require you to come in for a full other visit to write you a different prescription. So now it's costing you even more money. So you should never feel ashamed yeah even with my my poor dog right i have a dog who has epilepsy Ugh. and when th- and i found out he's going to be on this medication for the rest of his life twice a day it's awful poor poor baby and i even with the vet i pulled up his medication mm-hmm. and i said is this one that can be filled as at a human pharmacy cuz like it will drive the cost up to pick it up at the vet and a lot of times they'll send your scripts because you're taking the same thing as a human would, to a pharmacy. And I said, what else can we give him? Because this is going to be a $150 expense every month for the rest of his life for this dog. What else can we give him? Because there are, for any medication, there are 15 other medications they can give you. Mm -hmm. And so pulling that up on your phone, you have a little computer in your pocket. By carrying that phone around, do the work while you're there, and don't be embarrassed to have a conversation with your provider about the medication that they're giving you. Because it can really cost or save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on the year to do a little bit of work, Mm -hmm. right, to, like, look into these things. For sure. And don't always just assume that the first thing that they give you is the right thing. Like, have a conversation. You know, we all have to be advocates for our own healthcare And medications, for sure, you should look at. Because they – you want to know the side effects. You want to know – you know, we just blindly, like, take whatever they give us. And that's probably – we're so trained to, like, defer to doctors all the time. But, like, we have to advocate for ourselves. And medications for sure. So, what else? What else about medications?
0: Um, I think that's pretty much it. Like, check it every year, you know? Like, what's going on with your plan just to make sure it's covered. Some private plans have a max they pay. Like, it might be, like, a 1000 or 2000 they pay. So, like, you kind of have to, like, restart your plan throughout the year or switch. All private plans are month to month. So, like, nothing ever locks you in. So if you ever need to make moves, you can.
1: Here's another, like, really crazy thing, I think, in our country about prescriptions, okay? I, I will get and you will get people that are like, yes, I'm super healthy. Because you have to be healthy nine and a half times out of ten to qualify for a private option, right? So you'll ask your clients, like, is everyone in good health? What do, what do we have going on? You ask them about prescriptions. You ask about conditions. And they will oftentimes come back with, oh, yeah, I'm super healthy. Super healthy. And then you're like, okay, well, let's talk prescriptions. And then they're like, let me get let me get the basket, right? And they're yeah. taking a bunch of prescriptions. And we are so trained that if we have hypertension and we're taking a medication, we're still really super healthy because we're controlling it, right? Yeah. But what – We don't necessarily always understand, like, to an insurance company. Sometimes it's not that you have hypertension. That's not a big deal. That you have, I don't know, ADHD. Uh That's not a big deal. And you have high cholesterol. Not necessarily a huge deal. And you have sleep apnea. Like, that's fairly common, right? But now, with all of those things combined, you are not a good candidate to the insurance company, because you're managing multiple things and like, you know, three of those conditions are on your heart and like, so it changes the picture. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really sort of indicative of like an epidemic in our country that we take so many medications and we're so like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. And, I, and I'm so like anti, you know, I, I hate to take medication. Like it's a lot for me to take anything. So lately I've had to take more and I hate it. And I can't even remember to do it half the time. So I really hate it. Mm-hmm. But like it is definitely indicative of more of like an epidemic in our country.
0: Yeah,
1: How much medication and how we're trained to think, well, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy because I'm just going to take a pill for it. Mm-hmm. Like it's always preferable to not put these chemicals <laughs> into your body. Yep. But like I understand when people have a condition and need it and we want you to take what you need. But just be informed about it. Like, do your research before you, like, take a medication. That's just good advice. Like, it's, you know, look at the cost, not just the cost, the side effects, the, you know, how long am I going to be on it? Yep. What are Like, just ask the questions is, like, really the moral of the story because, yep. you know, I see it all the time with people that are spending extra hundreds of dollars a month mm-hmm. on medications, like, yeah, that's, you know, can it be avoided? Do I need to take it? What's it for? What are the side right. effects? How long am I going to be on it? Why? What else can I do? Like, yeah. just ask questions.
0: The last thing I'll add is just with vaccines. I looked it up and like a lot of vaccines plus the cost of the new COVID medications that have come out are like a grand, which are crazy. And these vaccines, like, some doctors, uh, well, it's ma- mainly immunizations. Like, they have admin fees on them. They'll just charge, like, $500. $150 bucks.
1: Bucks to just give you the shot. It's Wild.
0: Yeah. It's wild. But um, here, here's a question for the audience and for you. Do you think, and we've we've done street interviews, do you think people should be required to have vaccines in their plan? Like, pay for it if they don't believe in it. Like, do you think to that?
1: To pay for it?
0: like to pay for in their plan or to even be required because a lot of these marketplace plans like cover the vaccines right and so
1: i think it should probably be left as a coverage yeah because i really don't want my kids to go to school and have the risk of polio i mean there are just right. some things that yeah we should do i don't think i necessarily believe in the covid vaccination just because of my personal experience.
0: I had such a bad experience.
1: Well, I had COVID before I had the vaccine Mm -hmm. and I, it was a blip on the radar. I didn't even know for sure that I had it. Like I, I kind of felt tired one day and then it was over. And I, and I only knew that I had it in hindsight because my taste buds were weird after. Right. But then I got the vaccine and then I had COVID and it was, a horrific experience after i had it. So it didn't lessen my symptoms and i think there have been a lot of things that have been found out since the covid vaccine that it and the masking and all of it, right? Like there're just so many things that we know now because that was such a pressured time that i don't i don't think i'll do it again. Right. And i haven't gotten boosters, so that one i don't i'm not sure because of all the research that came after it that that should be required. I definitely during that time, dealt with a lot of people who lost their jobs mm. because they were required that. So to get be the v- vaccinated. Yeah, the and, and they
0: would literally get fired; like they wouldn't let them work there. Especially,
1: like, like I had uh, multiple people who were working in Texas for California-based companies, mm-hmm. and they would, and they were work from home, which made even less sense. But it was like one of those oh things that's where, so like we're either all in or all out. Like I think probably legally they had to either require everyone or require no one. And so they required everyone and people lost their jobs and had to come find health insurance because they lost their job because of that. So I That's don't know crazy. if people should be forced to take vaccines because man, if you re again, if you research mm-hmm. a vaccine, I don't know if I had kids today, if I would vaccinate them, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Do you vaccinate? believe in like
0: the whole autism thing, like vax cause like, like uh, I don't know. Like I've heard that, I just don't know how. Well, I
1: mean, because think about what a vaccine is. They're injecting a minuscule amount of the disease into your body so you can develop an immunity, hoping that it doesn't form mm-hmm. like into worse problems. Like that is, wow. I understand it, and for things like polio, okay, but I don't get a flu vaccine. Yeah. I haven't for a long time because it changes. The strain changes every year, and I just don't want the potential side effects. I don't want – I don't like medicine. I just don't like to take yeah. it. Um, And I wouldn't do the COVID vaccine again, but there are some, like, you know, if my kids could avoid chicken pox, yeah. then, yeah, okay, okay. I yeah. guess I get it. But, like – or, like – uh, when you get older and you do shingles, I get it. That's a really, like, that's nerves and super painful, and people really suffer. Yeah. So I am I would get that one. But I, I think you should be able to pick and choose. I just, all of this, like, mandating of stuff is so challenging. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I yeah. don't know. the ch-
0: Yeah, I had one vaccine, because you you're supposed to get two. I had one, and I just felt so sick afterwards. Like, like why am I putting this in my body? Like... And totally. I get like you're supposed to help, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna, no, like this, I'm not just gonna cause myself. I to
1: wish I I felt more confident that we always were getting the whole story. Yeah, but I don't think we always are, and that makes me a little bit distrustful.
0: Yeah. You know, like the government's hiding stuff, or I like
1: probably, like I just I, I find it hard to believe,
0: like the whole wearing mask stuff or whatever, like
1: well, which which turns out wasn't great for us because like kept you the germs were, in or something. Well, you were no, you were breathing in your own <laughs> yeah carbon um, dioxide, right?
0: Oh yeah, and so
1: that's not great for yeah. you. Um, I know, I mean, I had like max mask knee.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh that yeah, I just couldn't
1: get rid of oh, like because the, of yeah. the moisture and the bacteria. And I don't know, but, like, that was terrible. Talk about a prescription. They gave me something topically mm-hmm. that was going to be a $400 prescription. And I'm like, no, we're going to look again. And they gave me something else, and it worked just fine. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 30 bucks. So, again, you get do, your research, yeah, do your research. Right. Do your research. But I don't know. I, I think that all of this mandating of stuff, scares me I think especially where your kids are concerned you should be able to pick because they don't have a say you're their advocate I like I said I, I don't know what I would do if I had kids today my kids were vaccinated there are times when they can't get into school if they don't have a vaccine I mean luckily we're past all of that like we're at an mm-hmm. age where they don't really everything else is optional so we don't have to do anything um, but yeah I, I think just read do your research, man. Like, look yeah. it up because you might be surprised. Like, what you're injecting into, like your little sweet baby that you love. Like, I just don't know what I would do today. Yeah, I'm grateful that
0: it's a different story.
1: They had their vaccines and we're okay. Like, yeah, because I can't go back and undo it. But like, man, I just, you know, just more chemicals in our body. We get enough of it, so it all just kind of makes me uneasy.
0: Jack, what do you think? Are you gonna vax, Are you? Oh, you they already have. have. Okay. Oh, is it early? Yeah, well.
1: Man, the amount of stuff that Dakota doesn't know about raising children, it's gonna be super oh, super fun <laughs> to watch him when it's time. But ready. on that note, like we appreciate you listening. Yeah. Do your research, man. Do your research. That's it. That's the moral of the story. Do your research. If
0: you found value, put down a comment, put down a like.
1: Like us, subscribe. We'll talk more about the crazy goings-on in the world next week, and we appreciate you for coming on the ride. So until next time, I am Lori.
0: And this is Dakota.
1: And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.